0: I'll begin with a reading this morning. this is from the connected discourses Nikaya the uh, Kandavaga book of the aggregates. this one is uh, called 53. So this book of the aggregates of the Buddha, presents the Dhamma in many different ways, but often uses refer looks at things through the lens of the senses. Sometimes he's got a whole section of stuff looking at it from the sense basis. And his collection is he review this is a reviewing experience in terms of the aggregates. Uh, this is a unusual I think it's only Buddha who refers to these this Formulation of aggregate, so it's his uh, way of uh, uh, talking about experience, as uh, not a unity but a multiple factored coming together, called aggregates, because they stick together, like aggregate does, compounds, Hmm? so the five aggregates, hmm. Rupa, form, leading feeling, sanya, perception or meaning, sankara, mental activations or volitional formations. It's it's a difficult word, consciousness. And uh, another presentation the Buddha uses to talk about experience is nama rupa vinyana, in which case you have rupa. Vijnana, those two aggregates, and Nama is the other three. So it's really the same thing. You can just put into different boxes. Anyway, Savati. Because one who is engaged is unliberated, one who is disengaged is liberated. Consciousness, because while standing, might stand engaged with form, based upon form, established on form, with a sprinkling of delight. It might come to growth, increase and expansion. Consciousness while standing might stand engaged with feeling, perception, volitional formations, based upon these. It might come to growth with a sprinkling of delight, it might come to growth, increase, and expansion. Because though someone might say, apart from form, apart from feeling, apart from perception, apart from volitional formations, I will make known the coming and going of consciousness is passing away and rebirth its growth, increase, and expansion. That is impossible. So it's, it's a complicated sentence, basically saying whenever there's consciousness coming and going, it's always bound up with these other aggregates. Because if a bhikkhu has abandoned lust for the form element, with the abandoning of lust, the basis is cut off, there is no support for the establishing of consciousness. Abandoned lust for the feeling element, the perception element, the volitional formations element, for the consciousness element. With the abandoning of lust, the basis is cut off, there is no support for the establishing of consciousness. When that consciousness is unestablished, not coming to growth, non-generative, it is liberated. By being liberated, it is steady. By being steady, it is content. By being content, he is not agitated. Being unagitated, he or she, one, personally attains nibbana. One understands destroyed his birth, the holy life has been lived, what had to be done has been done. There is no more for this state of being. So I think the the suttas are two problems. First one doesn't understand them, and then one thinks one does understand them. (laughs) because <laughs> they're not that easy. <laughs> uh, because most, yeah, many of these key terms, you have to kind of, what does that actually mean? You know? What is consciousness anyway? Uh, we can see, essentially, the process of the path is something to do with eliminating lusts and passion. <laughs> That's a good place to start. <laughs> And there is some experience of freedom, of liberation, and it makes it personally. So you, you, not just nobody there. You personally experience something through the elimination of this lust, delight, passion, yeah, and then it fills in the details. And that's probably. You know, the first major piece to get from that teaching. In that way, it makes it quite simple. Also, it's very, um, but it's very, it causes one to inquire what is lust for form, perception, feeling, consciousness about traditional formations? Hmm. And how is that arrested? So, this is to do with uh, an experience called um, intentionality or impulse. Something rushes out, so it jumps up. Right? Now, that which jumps up, that which has the potential to ju- jump up, this is an aspect of jitta, jitta sankara. It, it jumps up, it rushes in. And another way of reviewing its liberation experience is when the chitta does not jump up, it is liberated. Well the asava, the main jump up programs, when they are switched off. There's again the experience of liberation. And maybe the difference between chitta, looking from the chitta point of view or the vijnana point of view, is chitta makes it personal. It is also where the sense of me, I am And again, that has to be qualified. Now if we come back to our day-by-day experience, We experience ourselves living with a world, a mosaic, a collage, continually shifting collage of shapes and sounds and sights tastes and fragrances, probably most dominantly in a shifting collage of mental impressions and obligations and concerns and anxieties and joys. In this ongoing collage, right, it's fluid. Now that, there, there's nama rupa vijnana, so forms of the particular objects, right? one is conscious of them It's consciousness they somehow impact and uh, all kinds of interpretations established around that that dominate the consciousness so I could be walking through lovely Chitter's monastery in the Daffodils in spring completely embroiled in some niggling doubt, <laughs> I could be seething away with some great plan, or some COVID thing, or some conspiracy theory, or whatever, I could, so something selects what establishes consciousness, consciousness is a sense of, I am in this, I am in this realm, right, that something selects which realm you're going to be in. The thought realm, visual realm, or a particular, often a, a medley. Basic, most, but the most dominant one will definitely be the mind, mental consciousness, will dominate. And we're in that. and you know the long story is: well, this is called the sense realm. You know, if you cultivate some meditation, you get to a better place than that. You could be in. A devaloka, a sublime, suffusive, radiant state, you could be in that. And you could be, the Buddha says, that's just the beginning. You know, you you can get some extremely exquisite stations of consciousness, or you can get some really miserable ones too. But generally speaking, the positive ones, there's more of them. And so this is when some kind of quality projects consciousness, selects in consciousness what to be conscious of. That's called intention. Uh, Jintana. And intention doesn't really cover it because intention sounds so deliberate. This is more like the reflex impulse, the volitional push. And uh, by and large it's not rational. It's fulfilling certain irrational needs for security. I want to get things sorted out so I know where I am. Uh, I want to get the day sorted out. I want to get other people sorted out. I want to get the world sorted out. I want to get the future sorted out. I want to get review the past and sort that out. Analyse why I'm like this because of that. The sorted out intention. Which is you know, irrational, it's like, you know, sweeping the sand on the beach. You could be at it for a long, long while and it'd still be uh, sand on the beach. A puff of wind comes along and the thing blows into all different directions. It doesn't get sorted out. And yet, and you know that, and yet you keep doing it. <laughs> That's the compulsion. And it's not necessarily, it's not evil. But it's, the, it's really the compulsiveness. That's what we mean by lust. It doesn't mean exquisite happiness. It means just some irrational, compulsive surge into. Yeah. And this could be by no means pleasant. You know, we can surge into our paranoia, Everybody hates me, I'm really, in such a, I'm guilt, I've done something wrong, something wrong with me, you know. And then once, you, once you're in that realm, your mind will find all the evidence to back that up. You'll look through letters, you'll remember phone calls, you'll, you'll remember particular glances, you'll, you'll notice jokes, you'll notice he is isn't speaking today and think it's because he doesn't like me. That's why. You know? And you'll add it all up. And they're cemented, and there's a lust to do that. And it's called bhava. You you must have heard this one before. Becoming. Solidify into anything. And there's a lust for that. Because it makes me feel I know where I am. And then I can start strategizing around that. It's irrational. And like a lot, is irrational. They're addictive. So let's use some strong language. Just like any other addiction, it does not get talked away. You have to break it. You have to starve it. You have to look for something. You have to seek something else. Yeah. And the beauty of it is jitta, it can be done, jitta can turn from its addictions, can be turned, can be coaxed, can be persuaded, not rationally, but by placing other phenomena within its reach, which it does rise to. And these are qualities such as conscience and concern. I was reading an account, acquaintance of mine who'd been stealing things, Uh, heroin, heroin, taking it, heroin addict. You know, all the bad stuff. Uh, Wife or partner gives birth to a child. And he looks at the child of that moment, he thinks, This kid deserves someone better than me. I won't use the language he used, but... This kid deserves someone better than the so-and-so like me. That's called Iriotipa. He said, at that moment, turn. (laughs) And that's the moment he began the long haul to break. But if that turning hadn't occurred, there would have been no firming up of resolve. But turning is precious. God it faith. It's, it's, again, it's irrational. You get a sign and recognize that you can't turn. And often the most fundamental thing that turns us is the welfare of other beings. Isn't that beautiful? You know, I may be a complete derelict idiot, but I want to make an offering. Isn't that wonderful? And and, and marvelous that this is possible. Simple thing like that. You know, I may be a basket case, but I see some dog in pain, I want to help it. Hmm? Tony and you come out of the your world. You seize moments like that. And you begin to, if you're clever, if you get the teaching, that's not inconsequential. That's something to turn, to remember, bring back, focus upon, stabilise in. You know, and of course, Buddha, Great teacher presents many of these, faith. Faith in awakening, you know, you walk down the street you see some nun or monk, Buddhist nun or monk, you think, oh, oh wow, must be so nice, yeah. Oh yeah, renews, yeah. that rings, yeah. Faith in Buddha Dhamma Sankha, sense of conscience and concern, loving kindness generosity, these are all our, you know, pretty much ground floor stuff, opportunities we have. And I think I should underestimate that and return to it many times. Because you don't need really that much of an attainment to do that. (laughs) You don't have to be that good, really. And it's breaking the compulsive formulation of your world, particularly a negative world, a compulsive world, any break in that is a liberation in its own right. to can turn. Now the process of picking that up, the Buddha, this is, just to kind of begin to talk about this a little, mm-hmm. you know, the Buddha said jayati, big away." get into it, meditate. And you review these processes the Buddha talks about, you say, when this really gets so it's established, processes established, you get a, a sense of that the turning has become a disengagement, viveka, which can be quite progressive, it's an unhooking from that compulsive bonding that, that lusting, that sticking and when this is established to the point where you experience it's so established you can feel the effect of it in your body this is called jhana and the, the reality of intent and citta as a reality is that the intent of citta, its drive, its interest, its inclination, its faltering, has a bodily effect, a somatic effect. And you can experience it certainly when you get very determined, every time's up, feel despondent, you yeah? there's a somatic effect. When the jitta's intention is good, okay, this is how you know it, and you stay with it, you get a somatic effect, which is pleasant. So what can start off as just maybe a thought or a flashing moment of generosity or goodwill or faith or inspiration can become an embodied experience that you can dwell in. So this is called a station of consciousness, you establish consciousness on another plane instead of your reality, you know, connected to compulsions, you get something that's more carefully formulated. Uh, to just use this word because probably people with Charlie and get a sense of it's it's a kind of concentrated state yeah but it depends what you by concentration we're not talking about focusing on a particular oh, you must have heard me say this <laughs> point as bringing the heart into unity settling it and feeling the effect of that everything else you do to make that happen is kind of possible. Loving kindness, for example, yeah, and so on. So you get this sense of something that really stands up. Why that's helpful is because you realise how slippery the chitta's intent is how it just slides and rushes out with a moment of visual contact, a moment of taste, a moment of touch, it slides out, and it's in, Yeah. Or we get very busy, or we get very intense, or we get very frightened, or we're very compulsive, you know. Or somebody says that wasn't so good and you feel immediately crushed and blamed and disgusting and horrible. No, 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 it's just that particular piece was so good, that's all. <laughs> you know? You can pick up a sign and make a three-dimensional permanent reality of a self out of it. So we're trying to block some of that. But there's of course a further, as with many of these things, a further point to be made, which is if you are and I think one of the points of, of having a calm, disengaged abiding, this is called first jhana. You don't even use the word concentration, it just says happiness and pleasure in the body, disengaged from sense pleasure. Is it in that relaxed state? You begin to recognize. There's something here that there isn't in any of this. At first glance, it seems that I'm in this world of sight, sound, and form and touch, but it's moving so fast I don't really ask myself who's in it because I'm dealing with all the stuff. When it settles down a little is it's no longer so provocative, and grabbing, and pugnacious, and frightening, and delightful. It's clear to see, I'm not in this, there's something here that's not of this. And once one starts to try to throw some words around that, we get into problems, we call it knowing, awareness, Chitta, quiet heart, you've got yourself if you like. But there's something that's not really in any of this stuff. Or there's that experience of not being in the stuff, whether it's a thing there or not. It's just that. And from the Buddhist point of view, great. That's really good. Doesn't it make you more dispassionate towards the comings and goings? Able to select what you want to come and go on. And maybe even turn off coming and going, unestablished. Now that's takes some skill. Now from the worldly point of view, not being engaged, disastrous. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, you've got to be in a job. You've got to be in a house. You've got to be in a relationship. You've got to be in this and, that and the other. Really, got to get into it. Life's out there. Make it work. Get on with it. Get involved. Get engaged. You're not engaged means you don't care. You're not engaged means you can't make it. Not engagement, you're not up to it. You're a loser, you're a failure, you're a misfit, you're a dropout, you don't fit, you don't belong, you're an alien. We reject you. <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> Society in large is made out of obligations and expectations that will pull protocols and laws, oblige, social obligations. You're supposed to come for dinner. It's Christmas. It's my birthday, you said this and that, you know? Doing deals, transactions, society in general is based upon that. And uh, from a very young age we have all been inducted into that social model. And uh, with a sense, is the worst thing possible is you don't fit in. Worst thing possible is you don't fit in. You are exiled an outlaw, rejected, useless, unloved, unwelcome. Because, and then, so you try harder to fit in. We well, you try another something else to fit into some other group or situation. But you don't fit in. That's good <laughs> Now we go back to uh, uh, yeah. Life in general have another possibility I call this community based upon respect based upon kindness Based upon a sense of moral concern, Hmm? based upon value. I can bring myself to that. So now, the centre, the citta, is picking up its turn, its own turn towards faith, towards generosity, towards virtue, towards love. It's beginning to resonate, and I have a chance to do that and share it with other people. That's community. And it can flip flop, yeah, because uh, everything, the structures. And once we see those structures, we can go back to the, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I expect me to do this, I've got to be that. And it becomes harmless. So you be careful with this. But the possibility to feel the turn of the chitta, to feel the happiness of it, the authenticity of it, and follow it up, to live it out, this should not be wasted and uh, rather being something that gets in the way of your meditation, this is part of your meditation, this is the foundation of it, this is Jayati. When you get the quali- those qualities that you live out and you feel resolves results in them in your and in your body you settle into the happiness of that then you have a good foundation establishment to eliminate these mm, irrational drives the bhava the vibhava the asava you know, the lists of them, those compulsions. This is wisdom. These two fit together. Path of calming or stabilizing and process of wisdom, not separate. It takes wisdom to notice what you're, where you're, the turning occurs. The lifting occurs, the inspiration occurs, the goodness occurs. And how normal it is, really. Once we have the chance, everybody loves it, the chance. To be gladdened. Mm. To congratulate others. To see them happy to help with their pain. We love it. And uh, so the objects are not as significant as the intent. And this is just one intention for ardour, for let me really rise and hmm, fulfil. where do these things come from? can't make them happen but you see the signs that inspire and you rise something rises and of course the spluttering self will say well I don't think I can maybe not well that and you review that as history. Everybody has history. Now So this is beginning to liberate your intent. And intent is a big part of jitta. And uh, knowingness is the other aspect of citta. We might say, if you like little models, this one is the heart of consciousness. This is the thing that pushes consciousness in one direction or another. And if it calms down, it doesn't push consciousness in this direction, and it stays it steady. If you really satisfied, it stops pushing. This is, I think, something to yeah, just bear in mind what we're working with. As a practical note, at least practical tip, just be a little bit disengaged from uh, Those binding realities that you seem to be in. This one, you get the flavour of it, the rush into it, the adding up of the statistics, the reference to him and her personal behaviour and yesterday and the details. It rushes in and link up the dots. Here we are. And there's something extremely magnetic about that. Uh, This is just like review that as this is a station of consciousness probably in some kind of miserable abiding. (laughs) If I don't fight it, if I don't add details to it, if I can lessen the details, if I can just review the process itself as something churning and moving hmm, as energies, perhaps even as energies in my body then it gives you a little bit of distancing I think this is part of the value of embodied qualities why embodiment is the requirement of a jhana in the embodiment you get some sense of Wait a minute, I'm feeling this really intense sense in my chest, my face is tightening up. What's going on? Hmm? I'm getting really buzzy and running around and acting, what's happening? You can refer to the bodily thing. Begin to open, release, relax the entire body. And it's much easier to disengage The citta, when the body doesn't support its craziness. Because citta is not a rational intelligence. It takes its cue from irrational sources. Such as these, you know, seeing a child, your child, seeing a dog, seeing a Buddha, something lights up, you don't make it happen. And simply you can't make liberation happen. You can't get out of your mess. But you can give the chitta a sign where it will almost turn back. Turn away. And when that occurs Take the time to notice your breathing in that, notice your body in that, take a few deep out breaths in that. Because this seems to bond, form the essential somatic bond that gives it some ballast. So it's not just a fleeting moment. And when things settle, you can ask this deeper question. Who is in this? Hmm? Is one contented? So contemplate. A lot of uh, community life, I suggest, is a great opportunity for metta karuna mudita peka mm-hmm. celebration mudita. Yeah. Look in these suttas, they're often doing just that. These arahants, oh, it's a great gain for me to meet such a wonderful, you know. It's not praising, it's just a feeling of being uplifted by the goodness, the diligence, the generosity, the uh, skills of others. Compassion. Hmm. sense of wishing to deflect the suffering of others. Vita, wishing to feed. Giving people space. This way we arrange our world from a social contract to a community, empathy. And this could be our ongoing footprint. It helps keep the chitta, chitta's intentions on the right track. A community can be also including people near and far alive and dead you sit in that and the qualities of the goodwill begin to have their effect and it affects how you meditate less of that desperate, trying to meet the goals less of that desperate judgement less of that yeah, how am I doing, when will I get there stuff because now you're actually in the real world of Jitta's intent not in the fake world of constructed ideas and notions you will